0: From the Sports Section of the New York Times, How a Trip to Cuba Emerged from an MLB Dream by David Waldstein After Ioannis Suspedes won the Home Run Derby at the 2013 All-Star Game, he was given the opportunity to direct a charitable donation to an organization of his choosing. Suspedis immediately thought of Cuba, the country he fled in 2011, but he was not sure how to proceed so he asked Leonor Colon, an official with the Players' Union, for guidance. At the time, it was unthinkable to consider a trip to Cuba involving Cuban players in Major League Baseball. But a two-year effort, led by Colon, culminated Tuesday with the start of a goodwill tour of Cuba featuring a group of Major League players, four of them Cubans. The players will conduct clinics and meet with representatives of the Cuban government and the Cuban Baseball Federation during the tour, the first organized trip to include Cuban defectors returning to the island. Although the landmark expedition is being jointly sponsored and planned by the league office and the players' union, people in baseball agree that it was Cuban major leaguers and Cologne who laid the groundwork. Without Leonor's diligence and vision, This never could have happened, said Tony Clark, the executive director of the Players' Union. The biggest piece of the puzzle is that for the first time, the Cuban guys get the chance to go back home. Taking part in the trip are José Abreu, the Chicago White Sox slugging first baseman who defected in 2013, Yasiel Puig, a Los Angeles Dodgers outfielder who left Cuba in 2012, Alexei Ramirez, a longtime White Sox shortstop and current free agent who left Cuba in 2007, and veteran catcher Brian Pena, who has been playing professionally in the United States since 2001. Those four players were chosen based on a combination of their seniority and availability, but almost all of the roughly two dozen Cubans now in the major leagues showed an interest in going, Colon said. Suspedes decided to stay in the United States because he is a free agent seeking a huge multi-year deal and essentially has to attend to business. He may go on the next trip, assuming there is one, along with other Cuban players who want to reconnect with the island they left as defectors. Out of respect, we didn't want to overwhelm our hosts with 25 guys coming all at once, said Colon, who was Omar Minaya's assistant when he was the general manager of the New York Mets. We are taking this one small step at a time. Groups of ballplayers from the United States have been barnstorming Cuba for more than 100 years, and teams like the Detroit Tigers with Ty Cobb and the New York Giants with manager John McGraw made notable visits many decades ago. In March 1959, just after the revolution led by Fidel Castro had overthrown the Cuban government, the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Cincinnati Reds played an exhibition game in Havana. After that, however, no major league team visited the baseball-adoring nation until 1999, when the Baltimore Orioles played an exhibition. The Tampa Bay Rays are scheduled to play an exhibition game against the Cuban national team during spring training next year. After Cespedes first approached Cologne about making a contribution to Cuba, he wanted to do more than just donate money, she began researching her options. At the time, in 2013, there was not much hope that Cespedes or any of the other active players who had defected in recent years would be allowed to return anytime soon. But last December, after the United States and Cuba announced that they would move to restore full diplomatic ties after decades of hostility— Colón's optimism grew. She sought the advice of Manaya, who has ties to Cuba from his involvement in international baseball and is now a senior advisor to the Union. They wondered if a goodwill tour, including Cuban defectors, would be feasible. It was very delicate, Colón said. For a while, I didn't tell the players what we were thinking. In the spring, Colon's hope grew when she saw that the New York Cosmos Soccer Club had been able to travel to Cuba and that the NBA had staged clinics there. In May, the Minnesota Orchestra played in Havana, too. They were notable events, but basketball and classical music do not hold sway in Cuba the way baseball does. Our sport is different, Colon said. Baseball is so important in Cuba. That can be helpful, but maybe it could have made it trickier because there are so many emotions and so much symbolism involved. It was around this time that Major League Baseball was trying to pave the way for the 2016 spring training game in Havana.